everyone, and welcome to another amazing episode of The Joy of Being for busy working moms and women in business and beyond who are seeking to unplug from their worries and overwhelm to light up with insight and joy. I, your host, mum, and effortless lifestyle coach, Marina Pearson, talk to transformational professionals, business owners, and creatives about what it really takes to have a business and life you can truly enjoy. If you enjoyed the show or had any questions, why not connect with me on Instagram at Marina Pearson? Look out for the show's meme and make a comment there, or just click on my story and ask me a question. Alternatively, you can find me on the Joy of Being Facebook group. And if you'd like a more personalized touch to live a stress-free life, then why not find out more about the Joy of Being retreat? an intimate four-day profound experience at a luxury venue in Javier, Spain, where you get to experience your inner calm and peace of mind by slowing down and making space. To find out more, email me at marina marinapearson.com with joy of being retreat in the title. And on today's show, I have the lovely Carla Marie Lett. I met Carla on Facebook, as most of the people that I meet, and uh, I got curious about her business. She runs something called My Bump to Baby, which is the UK's fastest growing baby, toddler and family directory in the UK. Uh, She launched it to fill a gap, actually, and a brand represents thousands of classes, groups, events and businesses to busy parents looking for something within their area. And it's an amazing directory and it aims to become the go-to place for all things baby, toddler and family related. Now, for those of you that are listening that aren't in the UK, what she has to say is relevant for you too, if you've got a side hustle. So what do I mean by that? Well, if you're working a job, but yet you've got something on the side, a business that you would love, love, love uh, for that to take over your income from the job, then this is going to be a great episode for you because we talked about what it takes actually to create a side hustle that actually works. We talk about the pitfalls. We talked about what to look for if you're looking for a side hustle business um, and what are the ingredients to make sure that you're successful at it. And obviously, Carla has an amazing story to tell because she's been through it and she started this as a side hustle business and has expanded into this incredible um, value add experience for for parents um, in just the last two years. So if you're curious about having a side hustle business, if you've got one already, but you'd love to know how to turn it into your main income, then this is going to be a great episode for you. So Carla, it's beautiful to have you on here today on another amazing episode of The Joy of Being. And as I've already mentioned in the intro, um, you've got an amazing business. And I know we we decided we're going to um, sort of follow on to talk about how, you know, how do you marry the joy of doing business with, with, you know, what you love and making money with it. So I know that you've actually obviously got this amazing business that you absolutely love, you know, and, and talking about the sweet spot here today of what you love and actually what you're really good at and how to make sure that, yeah, you get it right. So welcome. Hi, I'm really excited to be on here because I'm a big fan of this podcast. Um, so yeah, really, really um, looking forward to talking to you. So Carla, a place I love to start is what got you 
passionate about what you do? Because I know that you've had quite an amazing journey in terms of where you are today, as opposed to where you were maybe even just a few years ago. So share a little bit about um, what you, you know, some of the things that you've, you've, um, that really caught your eye with the business that you're currently working on. Yes. Um, so I had absolutely no idea that I was going to end up doing this. It, I've always had that little thing inside me where I've thought, right, I really want to do something. I want to make a difference. And I tried lots of different things and obviously nothing kind of, I didn't really find something that I, I really loved. Um, but anyway, we'll go on to that that later. But um, initially what it was is I actually had my son, he came early and I personally suffered with postnatal depression, uh, PTSD and anxiety. And I really struggled as a new mum. And something that I was advised to do was to get out and go to baby groups and classes and meet other parents and just really get out the house. Um, so what I did is I was looking for different classes and groups to go to. And I found one and I thought, right, this is it. I'm going, I'm getting out of the house. So as you all probably aware, getting a baby out of the house is hard work and getting yourself actually presentable <laughs> is harder. So um, I got ready, got dressed, got there. And when I got there, um, I was told that the class was like two years out of date, which I couldn't believe because it was Although it seems like a really small thing to me, it was huge. And I just remember being really upset in the car park and I just thought, this is ridiculous. But at that point, um, that's when I kind of thought, well, why isn't there a directory out there for pregnancy to preschool that kind of gives parents up-to-date classes um, with honest reviews from other parents to, you know, to kind of make sure they pick the right one for them. So that's how I came up with the idea. So although it was a bad time, it was actually a very good time looking back. Wow. So isn't that interesting, right? So you didn't even know that you were going to create this business two years ago. I love that. I think that most of the things that I've created, I didn't know I was going to create like this podcast or um, earlier on this year, I created a uh, finances made e personal finances made easy course, which I didn't know I was going to create either. Um, based on a spreadsheet I created, you know, for myself. And I love the fact that, I mean, when I speak to most of on, most of busy mums in business who, who run really successful businesses, I would say that the majority didn't, didn't really know they were going to create that. Um, no. it just kind of you came to them in a moment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's weird, isn't it? It's like, also, it's like you're guided into this direction. And, and it's just when you find that thing that you love, you're pulled like a magnet and you just can't mm. get, you know, you just don't want to be away from it ever again. So it's funny, really. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast today uh, by Michael Neal and he was talking about the eight plus, um, and what he talks about is uh, how our enthusiasm actually has a massive magnetic pull towards um, attracting more opportunities and people to us. And um, it, it kind of made me sort of reflect, you know, on that and the idea that, you know, we get up every morning and it's like, oh, another day or, oh, my God, it's another day. Yay! Yes, absolutely. Um, and how we show up. So I'm just, I'm curious about that, Carla. Have you, 
would you would you does that resonate for you would you say that because the way you're being has a massive impact on what you attract yes absolutely I 100% believe that it's really funny you say that actually because um I'm I never realized um that that it really does it's how how I mean gosh don't get me wrong I love a lie-in and I love all that but you know if you get up early in the morning and you have like a really good kind of routine going on on saying that I do need to work on this a bit I find I wake up in a positive place and if you can kind of just be positive um about and talk with about your business with you know enthusiasm and how much you love it I think people can really feel that and um I think the vibe kind of it does attract more people to your business yeah I mean initially you know that's what attracted me to you was was your vibe your 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 capacity you know your willingness to to collaborate and support others I think that really 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 strikes a chord especially if you're wanting to sort of grow and create partnerships so that's definitely um something that I've noticed and the other thing I was going to ask you yeah yeah Thank you. No, that's something that um, I'm really keen to do. Really, is work with um, and and work together with a lot of other, you know, uh, business owners because I think a lot of it is people that can be. Um, I think you can be very self. Not you. And <laughs> um, we can, as business owners, we can be a bit selfish and think, "Oh, this is all mine. I've, I've created this. I'm not willing to help anyone or that." And what happens is, no one's willing to help you. And I think it's about working together to join forces to create something mm. um, incredible instead of having something mediocre. And that's what happens. Yeah, I love that. The other sort of question that springs to mind with this is obviously, you know, anybody that's listening in, okay, so um, this podcast is for busy mums who are stressed, who go be, it goes beyond having a business. They might be at work, um, who might be thinking about starting a business. You know, what would you say like the three most ingredient pieces of ingredients are, for example? Well... I would say, love what you do because um, I only know this from experience as well. Um, I always had, as I mentioned before, this itch inside me where I thought I want something different. I'm going to create something great. And I tried so many things. I mean, God, some of the things that I did actually are cringy. Like I actually sold money bags on eBay. Like I don't even like money bags. I don't know why I did it, but I had this vision in my head. Oh, I'm going to sell money bags. All I have to do is sell a million for, you know, a pound at right. a time, you know, like, um, and, and I'll get there. And I was chasing the money. Uh, that's the second thing I'd say is don't chase the money. Uh, mm. Chase what you love again. It's all about having something, um, you know, a bit of an idea of, of something that you love, your passion, your dream, follow that. And I think you, you will definitely succeed. Um, but on saying that, I've probably not said three things there, have I? <laughs> <laughs> go Is off on a tangent that comes to mind sorry. you're not gonna get it wrong don't worry is there another one that comes to mind um another one is i'd say also be mindful that it isn't as easy as you know you, you 
what everyone sees is the final product of things. And that's something I've really learned is, although, you know, your customer will see the final product, like listening to this podcast, you know, a lot of work goes on behind the scenes. And it's just making sure that you've got the time that you want to dedicate to it. And also you can, you can put a lot of time into it because you do need to put a lot of time into your business. Although you can love things and it's great. And I'm sure you'll do, do well with it. But, you know, I think the secret is, you know, you will have late nights and you will, you know, have days where you think, oh, am I doing the right thing? And it's just, it's just a case of, of, you know, you've got to make sure you've got the determination to, to just carry on on those days that aren't, aren't quite, you know, aren't working out for you quite well. And also doing something you love, but also being realistic with your mindset and thinking, have I really got the time? I mean, if you're working already two jobs and you've got a baby, I mean, that's, Friggin' amazing, but it's just, are you going to fit in having this business? Or maybe perhaps you could start it a little bit as a bit of a sideline um, and then build it up when you're ready. You know, it's just, just taking things, try not to put too much pressure on yourself again when you when you decide you're launching a business, I suppose. I've gone on off on a tangent, haven't I? Talked far too much. No, 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 not at all. There's, because it kind of uh, reminded me of, of the conversation we had a few weeks ago, which is you started this as a side hustle, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, I did. Um, I actually started this. I mean, I was on maternity. I, I'd literally had my son, um, and I think it was a couple of months after I started this, and it started as a bit of a blog. And my intention was always to go back to work. And so I just wanted to make a bit extra money um, just for us to do nice things on the weekend. Um, and and gradually it, it built from there really and I think a lot of a lot of businesses do start as a bit of a side hustle really um, and and you know it's it's a good thing because you're not putting too much risk and too much money into something before it's actually you know you once you've got your side hustle if that's really working and you can afford to kind of drop a few hours at work here and there you know you're going in the right direction aren't you so it goes back to, so if somebody's thinking, okay, I want to do a side hustle, you know, they're working a full-time job or something of that nature. I want to go back to what you said about chasing the money or not chasing the money. Cause I know that this has happened to me so many times. In fact, when I first started out, I, you know, was invited into doing a um, MLM multi-level marketing uh, type of business with, with supplements, for example. And I, and little did I know that I was actually chasing the money. Like I love yeah. the products. But what I was really interested in was making the money. Now, mm-hmm. obviously you've got a business, you want to make money from it. I get that. Mm-hmm. But I really like, if I was really honest with myself, the reason why I, I chose it was because I thought it was guaranteed income. So I'd love you to talk more about chasing the money and, and if you've had any experience of that and what have you learned from those experiences because I know that I've met a lot of mums who work in, in you know that do have like forever living and I'm not dissing it down at all I'm just kind of I'm just curious about often we, we don't even know we're making decisions based on the wrong reasons so I'm um, yes. about what you have to say about that yeah, I mean, that's funny you mentioned that, actually, because I actually did do Tropic for a little while. Oh, now, did? I did. And you know what? Skincare, love it. But 
I take my makeup off with a baby wipe every night. And that's, you know, it, it, skincare isn't my passion. But at the time, um, I was exactly the same as you. Um, I had a meeting with someone, a lovely girl, um, and she was so passionate about it. And, and you know what? I heard the passion in her voice. You know, probably when you can tell that someone loves their business, you can really hear it. And I, I almost wanted a bit of that for myself, to be honest with you. Um, and I thought, wow, she sounds... And then she started telling me figures. Well... That sold me really, and I was like, "Wow, that's incredible!" And of course, the, I think the thing with the MLM schemes is the person telling you is not lying; they are making that money, but they are also putting a lot of work in. So I think, you know, I've done a lot of things. Gosh, I could tell you those money bag things. I've sold gym starter kits. I've sold hem party bags, nails, spray tans. Honestly, the lot, and none of them did I really wake up and think, "Oh, I love that." I love that product. I didn't. It was all for the money and none of it worked. And um, it's because with, um, I think with your business um, and your side hustle, I think it really needs to be, there's that many opportunities out there now that if you, instead of going to the first one that comes to you and says, come on, you can make this, look into loads of different ones. There's travel companies, um, there's there's skincare, there's health products, there's so, so many things. So look for, you know, your passion because you will ultimately um, make more money doing something that you actually love and you've actually got passion for. And although you chase the money, it works for a short amount of time, but eventually you burn out. And if you don't love your business, that burnout can actually mean the end of your business when when it comes to it because you don't have that thing where you wake up in the night with ideas and your head's bursting and stuff because you don't care because really you do just want the money um and and I think um you will you know it's it's easy to think like that god I've done it loads of times but you have to really love what you do um and and that is so so important that's so yeah and I kind of kind of my experience of it has been a bit like shiny penny syndrome where it's like oh yeah the money and then you kind of justify it with 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 the love of what you're up to as opposed to it coming from where you're coming from as in you you're really enthusiastic about what you're up to and then the money just comes because exactly. you've the time and the energy. It's, and it's like, oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, go, uh, go for it. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, it's very like, you know, when you see this diet and you're like, wow, they lost that much weight in like seven days and your money's on, you know, you're, you're thinking, wait, I want a quick fix. But we all, you know, as much as we love the idea of a quick fix, they don't last. And, and I think, you know, time, um, you have to invest a lot of time to get things to work. And it all, we all love a quick fix. God, I will buy one this summer. I'll end up, you know, on something where it's going to make me thin in about a day. Um, but but that's but we're all sold on that idea. And it's easy to see someone else doing it and just think what they do looks easy. But there's a lot more behind the scenes, like I mentioned earlier, that actually goes on with that product or with whatever you're selling. And it's like, you know, if you don't love it, you won't want to do all that nitty gritty rubbish would you you just don't want to you want to get the money but the the behind the scenes bit there's a lot more work that's involved really yeah totally and and it's basically keeping up that momentum isn't it Mm, yeah it is and and gosh don't get me wrong even um where where I'm at now in comparison to a few years ago I have days where I think to myself 
oh, God's sake, I just want to go and work back in a bank or, you know, and, and actually finish work. When you've come away, be somewhere where you can come away and you say, right, I'm done for the day. Um, and there's no stress, you know. I think, well, it was such, I loved my job at the bank where I was just basically dealing with money. And, and at the end of the day, I could actually think, oh, what do I want for tea tonight? Or what do I want to watch on TV or whatever? And and like some days, gosh, still now I think to myself, I, you know, it, it is hard. Um, but I think the thing that keeps you getting out of bed and keeps you plodding on is because you love it. Um, and if I didn't love this, then I would have given up years ago, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it's interesting, right? It's like, like something that doesn't leave you alone. It's a bit like it, it keeps tapping on you, tapping you on the shoulder or it keeps bringing you back. Why I feel about coaching and connecting and, you know, this podcast and, you know, all the transformational work that I do. And while it's been a side hustle more than it's actually been the focus of my life, I really realized that this year, for example, if I just place a little bit more focus on it, it may well grow into something that really is worthwhile. So it's a bit like, so I'm just, I'm just kind of, because it might be that someone's listening in and going, how do I know the difference? How do I know the difference between something that is really aligned to who I am and I'm doing it because it, it's, it, it, it's like, it's where I want to be as opposed to me chasing the money. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I would say, I guess, from what you're saying to is, is that it just, there's a sense of it doesn't leave you alone. Like you wake up in the night and you've got these ideas and um, you try as you may, you want to get away from it. You always kind of circle back to it. Um, yeah. 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 And I think um, as well, it's so bizarre. I mean, the only way I can explain it is, I mean, maybe you get this from listening to me when I talk about it. I get this real energy like in my chest where it just will not go. And it's like this excitement. It's like being in love, isn't it? That's the only way I can explain it. It's like being in love. But within a second, you know, you hate it, you want to leave it, you're like, no, I've had enough. But then, you know, you can't because you love it. And and that's and that's the way I describe it really. It's um it is really a feeling that you just get in your bones or in your body where you just think, I love this thing and I want to tell everyone about it. Um and if you've got that, um I do think then you maybe are on the right lines of what of what you want to do. Yeah, because I think a lot of what holds us back as women is, you know, the promotion or the, oh, I don't want to promote or I don't want to be a burden on anybody. Would you say that's true? Oh, absolutely. I think I, I really feel for um, MLM schemes, really, and, and businesses like that, because I know from personally from using products from myself, they've all got fantastic products. Um, but I think the problem, the problem being sometimes is um, what happens is they can tend to get a bad, bad reputation because what happens is you get someone you know, who obviously is chasing the money like I did years ago. Um, and yeah, and you as well. And when it's not worked and when that passion and drive has ran out, um, you've invested into this business um, and you've kind of run out. And people don't like to admit that they have maybe messed up 
by picking the wrong thing in the first place. And what they automatically do is blame um, perhaps the business. Um, and then the more people that do that, the, the worse it looks. So well, everyone has got a massive phobia of joining these MLM schemes. Uh, and I think if it works for you, great, because it can. It can absolutely bring you an income. But all I say is, is you just have to be... Um, very mindful that you do picking the right thing that you love, you know. Um, and I've forgotten actually what the question was. <laughs> no, it's absolutely fine. <laughs> Pretty much answered it anyway. So if someone is actually looking to have a side hustle, where would they start? I think research, research, research. Um, I, I mean, from our directory um, that we've got is we've got a lot of work from home opportunities on there, and we often um, get businesses to write articles about what they offer, so that you can. I mean, I think there's a natural fear in people, isn't there, where. When it's the word MLM, people hide away. And even if they're curious, they don't message someone saying, tell me a bit more about what you do, because they think they're just going to be jumped on. But I think um, what we try and do is, is write a couple of articles or go on the internet and search what is it like to work for this company and, and have a bit of a read and, and find out before you dive in and, and you, I suppose you're sold to by the wrong company really because it's all well and good people can kind of tell you, um, they can say, oh, this is great, this is great, this is great, this is great. And everyone will obviously tell you all the good things, but you want to know both sides, don't you? And so you've got a way to weigh it up because there are businesses out there you wouldn't even know exist, like jewellery um, kind of uh, MLM schemes there's not just it's not just those those other products as well there's there's tons out there so so you've you've just got to make sure you find the right one for you so I'd say research um and if you do have a friend you know um that you can kind of speak to about it um I'd do that I wouldn't ask anyone else who's done it previously for their opinion because I do think that can be People don't like to admit they failed a lot of the time and will blame, you know, I do it. God, I do it a lot. Um, you know, if I've done something wrong, it's easy to pass the blame and say, oh, well, that didn't happen for me because of the website mm. kept going down or the website mm. wasn't working right or something, something. It's easy to pass the blame when you fail because it's to save face and it's a natural thing to do. But what I would say is um, I'd probably just look at it with fresh eyes, perhaps not go to someone that has left a company already, maybe not even someone that's working there already because they will tell you the good things. Perhaps just have a look on the good old Google um, and have a good search on there and just make sure um, you read all about it and then maybe take that step further to inquire more because i know also there are amazing opportunities in terms of fat franchises not just multi-level marketing type business models where yeah. a lot of mums i know you know decide to go that route because franchises what they've what they've done is they've systemized and you know you have all the sops which is the sta standard operating procedures so you don't have to do any of that you just have to follow the manual Yes. Yeah. I think franchises are a fantastic way um, to kind of launch launch a business. Um, there are other one, other ways you can do it, which we're doing with ours, like um, having ambassador roles. So although it's classed as their own business, they can run it as their own. There's no kind of real risks. Um, 
And, you know, there's a, there's a few options, but the franchise one is fantastic because I think what you're doing there is you're almost, you know, yes, you are investing a bit to begin with, but you've already invested in a company that's probably quite well known, a company that a lot of people know about. And then if you're bringing it to your local area, it's not it, all of a sudden it's a new business and you have to build up that brand and that name because that can be quite costly. Um, but yeah, franchises is a good, good, very good option. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything, are there any other types of, and obviously then there's an idea that you have, which you then want to run with, which is what you've done. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any others really. I know, um, I'm, I'm trying, I mean, there's, I mean, I always, I always say to people, if you're thinking of starting your own, own business, um, depending on what it is, I'd always have a bit of a blog alongside it if you've got time to, because I think that works really, really well, um, a blog alongside a business. Because at the end of the day, when you're a shop or a bit, you know, a business, it's hard to engage with your audience because you're just a shop. So you're seeing these people walk past day in, day out on your Twitter, on your Instagram, whichever way you do it. Um, but what you're not doing is, is bringing them into your shop. So a blog for me, I describe it as a window. Um, that is your window dress, if you like. And you want to get people into your shop. So you want to write about articles that is really um, related to your product or perhaps it will bring in the people that are interested in your product. So they're now in your shop, if you know what I mean. And they're, they're interested, they're engaging, they're reading your content. Um, and they're more likely then to buy from you instead of just jumping on them. Do you want to buy this I mean I get loads of messages on Instagram actually like you've liked my picture do you want to buy this and it's like oh it is to be honest it is a bit off-putting sometimes um and I think if they had a bit of a blog and I was interested in that you know I was reading a bit about say skincare I was actually you know and then maybe they could say you know that maybe then you know I'll go back and I'll think oh I liked reading that blog I'll go back and then I see that they've got a product on there and then I just it's still in my choice if you know what I mean to buy um so I think a blog's a really good way to support your business and you're not forcing it down people's throat either then either and you're also building up a good following yeah yeah absolutely you are um, I'm curious about something you said earlier on, these ambassador roles. Can you share a little bit more about what those are? Oh, yes, of course. So so with my Bump to Baby, um, it's obviously a nationwide directory. So we have lots of thousands of different groups, classes, businesses. We write reviews on products, days out, etc. Um, now, with me having um, this business, obviously, with it being nationwide, it's very, very time consuming. Um, and I can't give it um, as much time as what I want, really. I mean, it's working wonderfully as it is. And I could just leave it as it is. But what I wanted to do, and I'm really passionate to do, is to create jobs for mums working from home. Mums um, or dads, I don't like to kind of say, both of them, really. And what it will be is I've just launched it in my local area, actually. So it's the directory, but we've enhanced a certain area. So at the moment, it's Lancashire. But we'll be having them all over the country. So how it'll work is a mum mum or dad can work from home um, and they keep up to date with the local directory, what's on, um, write reviews, etc. And and what they do is they run their own business. Um, it'll work on a commission basis. Um, so they can add businesses can add free listings if you're a pregnancy to preschool 
business, please do add a free list in anyway, because um, we get a lot of parents looking for things like that. Um, but what, what it will be is um, a role for um, a parent, ideally a parent, um, who wants to work around the family um, to put on local groups, classes, events, and share it on their own Facebook page, My Bump to Baby Facebook page with their audience. And, and there's ways basically how our directory works is all businesses can add a free listing. And then if they want to enhance that, they can. They can have a featured listing. Um, we're soon launching our booking system so uh, parents can actually book classes through our app and our website as well. So there's that side of things. And we also write reviews as well and accept guest posts, etc. So that's going to be a role um, that we're going to be launching um, and rolling out across the country. Um, there's around 318 territories that we've kind of found um, that we want to kind of cover and and that's our next our next goal so if you are interested in that if there's not already someone in your area by the time you listen to this please do just uh, let us know and and we can give you some more information that's a great idea actually so basically what you're saying is that they take over that particular territory and then yeah. they and then they look after it so they get advertisers or whatever to come in so you don't necessarily have to look after that you've got your ambassadors that look after that particular local area exactly because the ultimate goal and the reason why I did this was because I found a class that was out of date now what I found is obviously because we've got thousands of listings in there Mm -hmm. is someone going to tell me if a baby group that they put on as a free listing has ended you know um so as much as I keep on top of them I ring them etc etc there's only so much that I I can do so if someone's in each area it would be fantastic for us and they can run um there's lots of ways they can make money as I said the featured listings the booking system um the reviews but we've also got they can do networking meetings mum-to-mum markets there's there's a lot of different ways and we're going to be having also um a my bump to baby for business section soon where we'll have quite a lot of different things on there too that's amazing carla um and so it sounds like a lot right because you've also got a little one do you have people that help you i mean do you have a team well, do you know, it's really funny, actually. I've only just now um, taken on someone to take over some of my calls because what I, I do is we offer town-by-town town advertising at the moment. So basically how it works is if a parent came on in, say, Manchester and they were searching for uh, pregnancy classes, antenatal, hypnobirthing, baby massage, etc., we've got seven adverts that come up on our website and our app. Um, no matter what parents are searching for. And basically, I, I sell those adver- adverts at the moment and we offer complete exclusivity. So we only have one business of each type on those search results. Um, but that's what I do by day. And by night, I'm literally reviewing, keeping the directory up to date, deleting things, adding things. So, um, so I needed to take someone on to kind of manage some of those calls, really, because um, we're just getting far too busy. So at the moment, I've just got one one. Um, other member of staff that's, that's managing the calls but we're looking to up that in the next couple of months and then it'll be a case of launching these ambassador roles to kind of look after their own area and run their own directory because I know it's a job that a lot of parents like the idea of is having their own directory but when you look at it to have an app and a website um, directory it costs an absolute bomb so um, it's a way to kind of give them that in their own local area to look after um, but yeah 
that that's that's how it'll work anyway so that hopefully we won't need a, a massive team of people because we'll have our own team w- within people working from home um i suppose i suppose that way and i won't need an office then uh, that's something that a lot of people have said you want an office and i thought no, I think, you know, we're in that kind of stage of our lives where the beauty of this job is to kind of offer flexible work into parents. Um, and I think, you know, having an office, you can only have it in one place then, can't you? And I really want people all over. That's so true. And I guess, you know, I'm reading this a really great book called The Mother of All Jobs. And she talks about this issue where, uh, you know, you've got mums who work in corporate jobs who basically, well, basically, you know, they weren't mums and then they have, they become a mum and then they go back to their corporate job and it's just a nightmare for them because they now have to deal with everything, the job and the children when they get home. Mm. And, um, and so it would seem to me that flexibility is really the answer here because of course yeah. your life completely changes after you have a child. So um, what I'm really hearing you say is, is that you're, obviously your business is a vehicle to bring about more flexibility for mums, i.e. parents, for them to have a much more balanced lifestyle to the one that they probably would have had if they had to go back to the corporate job um, because a lot of the time they're not flexible. Absolutely. And the hard thing is uh, for for parents, I mean, I was in this situation myself. I literally had just qualified as an accountant just before I had my son and my role was full time. Now, I never planned on on getting pregnant um, or anything. And what it was is they said you can come back, but it needs to be in a full time position because we can only offer what you had before, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people, I mean, why would you? I mean, it, it depends on people's personal circumstances. But for me, why would I, when I didn't have any responsibilities, be working part-time when I could have worked full-time before? So a lot of people are going to be in the same situation where they're full-time and they've got to return to that full-time work. But then, you know, when you think of nursery fees and all that, it's just uh, mind-blowing, really, um, at how much you actually have to fork out before you actually earn a wage yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So... When you speak about it, it sounds to me like it's kind of you take the first step and then you take the next step and and you're pretty much doing what makes sense to you in the moment of of how you want to keep growing it, shifting it. Would you say that's, that's how it's working out for you? Yeah, it's funny actually because um, so many things have changed. Like when you when you start your business, you have a completely different mindset of where you're going to be in a couple of years. And I'm in a completely different place, but in a better place um, because you let the business guide you, if you know what I mean. Um, because initially, um, not everything is smooth sailing. Initially, we had thousands of listings in the directory and we introduced the featured listing option, which was fantastic. But it wasn't um there wasn't as many people wanting to do that as there is the maximum exposure option and that was the reason why we had we introduced different options so the the directory um i mean the the although you want to grow things quick when you love them it can be a real problem with doing that because it's a case of you know um you want to do it but actually if you move too quickly it may not work which is why this ambassador role is great that's our aim but if that changes 
that changes, you know, I'm not, you know, we'll never, don't, don't stick at something too long that's not working. So if that didn't work for me um, and, and the business and it wasn't beneficial to parents, which I think it should be, I would just not do that. You don't, you don't, the beauty of having your own business and, and having, you know, whole custody of it, if you like, and not having an investor is the fact that you can make those changes as and when you want. If, you know, if I decided, right, I'm not having that anymore, it goes, you know, it's, um, it's just a case of adapting to your surroundings and, and the changing of, of how, how technology works, especially with ours. It is all about technology um, and, and it's just evolving um, as much as you can, really. Um, and, and perhaps things don't go to plan, but sometimes that's a fantastic thing and it actually opens up so much more opportunities, so many more opportunities. So, yeah. I love what you just said. You know, sometimes things go according to plan. Really what I hear and what you say, Carla, is that you don't spend much time thinking about how didn't work out. It sounds to me that you're pretty pragmatic about the situation where something is, you know, you, you give it a go and, and you're like, oh, well, that didn't work out. But look what happened as a result. Yeah. Yeah, all these obstacles that are put in your way. I'm, I'm honestly, I really do strongly believe this. Maybe you're listening now and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I really want to give this up. Obstacles are just obstacles because sometimes what happens is you can have the best idea because you've been put in a situation where maybe you're not making money, maybe it isn't going to plan and you're actually having to think outside the box, if you like. Um, and you actually think, what else can I do? And slowly what happens is you create an absolute machine of a business by just thinking a little outside the box and being put in those awful situations at the time. You hate it. But now I'm so thankful for every day that I have struggled because I've thought of something else, a better way that it, the business could work. Yeah, here's the plan. Here's what really happened. And they often don't look very alike. In fact, they don't look alike at all because we, we can all have an intention of what we want something to look like. And then we can't foresee the unpredictable. So... Well, I think we just need to accept that there are going to be things that get in the way, but they're actually there to show us something to help us grow, to make us sort of expand our awareness around that particular area so that we have a much deeper understanding of how things work and where we get stuck and how we can shift those things as well. Because I mean, it's very much around mindset, but also, um, I mean, business is around mindset. I can't really... Like if, if you're in a place where you're unconfident, you're not promoting, you're not getting yourself out there, it's not really going to happen. Um, now, having said that, of course, you can feel the fear and do it anyway, but also to acknowledge that it's not going to go according to plan necessarily. And we've got to be okay with that, right? Like we've got to expect that things won't go according to plan and actually see the value in that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's such, do you know, I honestly would go back now and I'd be thankful for those times where things haven't gone to plan because um, if things just 
were smooth all the time, then you wouldn't evolve, you wouldn't get better, you wouldn't grow, you wouldn't look at other options. Um, and, and it is just all about just riding that storm because it is a storm having your own business or being in, you know, like you say, a busy job um, where your job's always changing and, and stuff. And perhaps sales, you're in a sales role where sales, you're not getting them at the moment. But what you'll do is you'll adapt your sales pitch. You'll look at things a different way, perhaps target people in a different way. And ultimately, you're going to actually be better than what you were before because you've grown and you've kind of adapted to your own situation. Um, and, and I do really think that. Mm. Yeah, it's not, it's not what happens. It's who you become in the process. That's kind of what I really hear. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. I'm curious, what if, what have been some of those obstacles for you? Um, and, and what have, what's happened as a result? Like, could you give me an example? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, right, let's have a look now. So I recently, we, um, Oh, in fact, I'll go back to the first obstacle that I had. Now, initially, the directory, we obviously offer free listings, as I've already mentioned, and we had loads in there. And it got to the point where it was becoming a bit of a um, a big job for me to manage. And at that point, I thought, I need to monetize this possibly because I, I, I don't have time to carry on with this and go back to work. So I needed to monetize it. So the natural thing for me to do was to introduce because the director is so full I had to introduce featured listings um, so what that does um, just in long and short of it is, is basically it puts businesses to the top of their own category um, so say for example you're looking for a newborn photographer and you'll get like you know 30 in London or something um, the the businesses that pay to go featured will appear above all the free ones. So that was the first idea. And I thought, do you know what? If only, you know, 5% of these do it, then, you know, I am okay. I can not work and I can carry on with this. But that didn't happen. Um, and I really thought it would. I thought, why wouldn't you do that? But the, in truth, people have spent their budget. People, you know, it, you're a new business. They haven't yet bought into the whole concept of you. Yeah, it's no risk putting on a free listing. But um, anyway, so it really disappointed me how initially that, that went. Um, and that was when I thought of the town by town advertising where we've got seven adverts that come up on the app and the website, no matter what parents are searching for. Now, if that featured listing thing hadn't happened and people subscribed and I just earned a bit of money each month, now I would not have looked at something else, but I had to because I was in a situation where it was like, right, I really can't go back to work and can't carry this on. So what do I do now? And I was forced to look at other opportunities. So that was the next thing. And that that has been amazing. The feedback that we've had, we've had over 80% people renew again, which is fantastic from last year. Um, so, so it is really, really working. And as we grow, it's just getting better and better. Um, so so um, that side of things, first of all, yeah, that was, that was one of our first hurdles. And at the time, I wanted to quit. I wanted to give up. I felt in, like embarrassed because when you start a business, it's like you're telling everyone, you're screaming it from the rooftops. And the last thing you want to do is look like you know you failed sometimes um and um and yeah so that was the first hurdle which I'm so thankful happened um because it's grown us even more and we've been able to invest so much more back into the business to grow it even more so we've had loads of things um 
Um, so, so that was the first thing. Um, and the um, other thing that we've had, sorry, I'm going on now, but you don't mind, do you? No, not at all. Um, the other thing that we had is we actually came finalist in a competition with Peter Jones. He was actually looking for, with Sage for the UK's most ambitious business. Now, we got to meet him. We got to ask him questions, which was amazing. And we came a finalist in that. Now, some people could think, oh, I didn't win. But actually... Being a finalist was amazing because I, I got to meet um, a fantastic uh, gentleman. Um, he, he was the CEO of Sage, actually, called Stephen Kelly. Um, and he has been an amazing mentor for me um, still to this day. Um, and so although I could have thought, oh, that didn't work out, um, what I did is I made sure I went over and introduced myself and we had a really good conversation. And, um, and you know, he said he, he looked at the directory, loved it, he thought it was a great idea. And, and you know, I could have been a bit disappointed that we didn't win in that. I mean, we came in the final eight out of over 500 businesses, which is incredible within two years. But I think it's all focusing on the positive sometimes. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to go home from here and, you know, um, I could be disappointed or I could put myself out there and actually speak to people that I would not normally get a chance to speak to when I did. And, you know, I've been so lucky to build up some amazing content contacts from just actually meeting people speaking to people and and he's he's played a vital role in, in our growth um uh, and he's really given us some fantastic feedback so you know although it could be a disappointing situation it was actually a brilliant situation so that's another one there um where things don't probably go go as you hope for but then something else happens and you're able to take advantage of it. I love that. And I guess yeah. the secret really here is, is not to spend so much time in the, oh, it didn't work. Yes, feel what you feel. But actually, it's possible also to just go, okay, that didn't work out. What did I learn from that? You know, is there a nugget here that I can take away and, and make sure that, that that's the learning from it? Because I think business is just one big learning and one big experiment. Some things work, some things don't. Yeah, and but some things don't work towards it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And some things work for a bit and then stop working and you're like, what? Why? And it's because times change. There's other companies doing a similar thing. You have to adapt. And uh, it's a really, really good thing in the end because what what happens ultimately, as I said, um, is you create something with multiple in- income streams. You know, like we spoke about the side hustles. Well, mm-hmm. why can't you have two? Why can't you have three? Or, you know, if you've got time, Time, time for them. I mean, for me personally, all mine are, are through one one platform, which is obviously my bump to baby. But there's no reason why you can't have a few different things to look after you when the other one's not going so well, or you know, just to balance uh, some things out. So perhaps you sat there today and you think, oh, what can I do next? Well, you don't need to make a decision to close your business. You don't need to do that. It's not working at the moment. Maybe it's not the month for it. Maybe it's not the week for it. But there is something out there that could probably help when those times aren't working and you can kind of flip between the two. Yeah, very much so. I love that. And so what would be, because I'm mindful of the time. Now, oh, yes. What would be your, like your, a nugget of wisdom that you'd love to share before we, we close this up? Oh, gosh. Oh, I don't know if I've got any left. <laughs> uh, nugget of wisdom. I would say... Um, oh, this is this is 
fairly boring, but very, very much needed. Uh, I would say before you decide you're going to invest in a business, because it's so easy to get carried away and think, right, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And you've made this massive announcement. You're doing it. And then you look at website costs and, you know, product costs. And then you look at everything else and you think, oh, shit, you know, I'm not actually going to make any money. I've not got the money to invest. I would say do research, you know, make a list of, you know, the 10 things that you need to get your business off the ground and look into it. Because the last thing you want to do, especially as a mom, is kind of throw yourself into something and almost you've invested in it. And then you, you know, you've created the website, you've done this, you've done that. And then all of a sudden you've got no money to buy the products or, you know, so, so it's just about, you know, working out, affordability and you know and something else I'd say I'm going to throw another one in there as well is goal setting since I started doing that last year um, I've actually written a review on the ultimate diary planner actually I use that it's amazing it's um, a, a monthly kind of diary and what you do at the beginning of the month is like targets achieved what goals you want to achieve what turnover you want to achieve since I've been doing that I've smashed like obviously there's been targets that I haven't quite hit but I have smashed my goals um for this last year and it's all about you know setting those goals but keep going back to those goals keep revisiting them you know even if it's a weekly thing that you do on a Monday night with a cup of tea you know go go over them and say right well why didn't I hit that and then oh because I focused too much time on that and then go back revisit and and get better and and keep keep revisiting those goals and if you're not hitting them it's not a bad thing um it's just meaning that you're improving constantly improving Beautiful, Carla. Thank you yes. so much. Really appreciate um, our today's chat. Um, and so if somebody wants to get in contact with you, wants to have a look at this opportunity that you're talking about, wants to know more about um, your directory, where can, where, where can they go? So they can come and visit me on Instagram. I like doing Instagram stories. So um, it's Instagram and my name on there is at my bump to baby with a number two. Or you can email me, um, Carla at my bump to baby dot com. And as I said, it's a number two. Um, and, and just email me. I'd love to have a chat with any of you uh, mums out there. Um, anything I can help with or support you with, happy to do so. So thank you very much for having me as well. I've loved I've loved it. As you can tell, I talk a lot. So it's quite <laughs> nice. But I'm, uh, my husband just like, you know, puts his headphones and that's it. You know, it's nice to actually have people that will listen. <laughs> if there's still anyone listening by this time. <laughs> oh, Carla, of course they are. Well, I hope so, because I've really enjoyed it. I love yeah. your vibe. I love how you show up. And I'm sure everybody listened to the podcast episode today would have done too so there you have it another amazing episode and thank you so much Carla it's been a pleasure oh it's been lovely yeah thank you so much thank you and I'll speak to you soon then all right until the next time bye-bye for now yes bye-bye and there you have it another wonderful episode of the joy of being if you loved what you heard here today and it's been helpful why not subscribe or share the podcast with others And if you're curious as to how you can experience more joy in your life and feel carefree, then I invite you to download your Joy Catalyst Scorecard at www.marinapearson.com slash scorecard, which will help you identify the joy gaps and what you can do to fill them. And remember, you can find me on Instagram at Marina Pearson or my Facebook group, The Joy of Being. 
So until next week's episode, remember, you are the joy you seek. <laughs>